0: yo man miss rusty it's thursday friday saturday friday saturday friday friday Friday. we're gonna go with uh friday night where my guest is and i have a very special guest today gonna bring her right on right here right now dr lisa winters how you doing i'm great thank you so much for having me you're very welcome happy to have you here i um yeah we've been with the new format here and i've i've been liking how it's going so i thought it would be good to yeah there's there's uh there's certain people that i would have to change the format for to do it but not not you so i'm happy with that so yeah yeah so you uh okay um can you tell me about your practice at all? Like just to start off, just to get like a little baseline, because um, it's, it's something unorthodox and it's cool. Because uh, it I, I like yes. it. And-
1: yeah. So um, I am a registered veterinarian. So I am actually a, a practicing vet, um, and that is um, my my full time job. However, I have been doing animal communication um, ever since I was a little girl. So um, early, early childhood memories of doing animal communication, and so. I use animal communication in my daily practice as far as you know working with um, animals and treating them. But I also teach people how to do animal communication um, so they can learn how to understand their pets better um, and build these really extraordinary relationships. One of the tools that I use in animal communication is. Um, a tool called Pet Tarot. And so that's something that I created here about five years ago to help, um, you know, people be able to get even better connections when they are learning how to do animal communication.
0: So to go back a second, um, how how are people being taught how to communicate with their animals? I, I didn't know that was something that, that could be taught or is it, I, I mean, are they experiencing the same things you are experiencing or is it a different kind of level or how how does that work mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's such a such a great question so i am a firm believer that we are all born with the ability to, to communicate with animals and i think through conditioning as we grow up um those connections get dialed down or turned down, the volume gets turned down. Um, And so what I do is, is I created a program that starts to teach people um, how to tune into some of their own inner gifts, turn that volume up, um, so they can start to communicate with with their anim- with animals so we start with their own pets and by the time they get done finished with my program they can read do readings professional readings should they want to do you know charge for that um, those kinds of things but it's basically working with the gifts that we're all born with born with and just learning how
0: to turn that volume up so when when someone comes in are they usually someone that is uh, kind of has the the inkling for it, like sort of like, I, I sort of think that I can, or are you getting people also that have, I have no idea how to, you know, communicate yeah. or understand my animal, my animal's out of control, um, yes. and, and then it's <laughs> like you're taking it on to, uh, I don't know, like a, one, one of those TV shows where, yeah, the, like the where it's like, yeah, 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 or yeah. My my kids out of control. Um, yes, I don't know how, right. to, how to yeah. do anything with it. So no, you have that, kind of all over the spectrum with that. I then? do.
1: I have. I have everyone. Um, yeah, from from, you know, having it like you say inclination to that they have a strong bond or a strong connection with their pets, and they can pick up on certain things. Um, to people who have um, never done anything, um, haven't even really looked into their own level of spirituality, haven't looked into their own gifts, you know, as far as being, um, you know, we work with the, the clairs which is clairsentient, clairaudient, claircognizance, um, clairvoyant, so those are the, the kind of the extra senses that we have where we're clear seeing, clear hearing, clear knowing, clear feeling. Um, so we, you know, they have no clue, never even heard of these terms before. And um, yeah, by the end of it, they are well well tuned in, doing amazing readings for themselves, their friends, their family, um, and, you know, and just being better connected with their pets and knowing what's going on with them and how to, you know, better go forward, whether it's, you know, behavior, um, health, you um, just wanting to be able to provide the best life for their
0: animals. So when people are coming in, uh, is it I mean, do they think that you know that something's wrong with their animal and they just they don't really know what it is, but they, they they're looking for something like if the animal is sick and they don't know that it's sick, or yeah. you know, are they're they coming in then and you know, thinking yeah. that it's the animal's not behaving right or they can't, but then you find out that it's something different. Does that happen ever?
1: Yeah, it does happen. Um, So oftentimes I get booked to do readings for people um, with those kinds of issues. So they feel something's going on with their animal. They don't know what's going on with them. Um, They want to have, um, you know, have an animal communication pet tarot reading um, to get to the bottom of that. Oftentimes, um, once we've had a a meeting, and I've done a reading for them, and they have been able to, you know, get validated, um, all of this information that they already kind of knew, like, you know, I think instinctually, you know, we call it like mother's, mother's intuition, or we call it our gut gut feeling, we already kind of have this already this knowing, we just don't know how to kind of, put it to words I think um, yeah. and oftentimes then after they've had a had a reading then they go oh I'd love to learn how to do this and and I you know and I'm a firm believer that everyone can learn so I you know have created a program that they can do that with so um, but yeah I think I have people who just want to know their pets better um, so you know and they hope that they can build a better stronger relationship so that nothing's really wrong with their pets, they just want to, they're curious, they want to know if this is real. I I think a lot of people come in going, I'll just find out if it's real or not. Um, And when they start getting these, you know, amazing validations, um, and things start happening, then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this is, yeah, it takes it to a whole new level.
0: Yeah, yeah, because so I do something sort of similar. Um, And I didn't know this was a thing. I just, happened to do it one time i was so i was actually uh recording a radio show and i was with i think there were three other people in the room and someone had their dog in there yeah and uh that's when i found out that um that animal hypnosis is a real thing too and i mean it sounds like a lot of the same the same thing i all of a sudden yeah like I mean then I looked into it a whole bunch and I was like okay well cuz the dog was totally you know into what was going on and yes. um yeah I was like okay well this this is this is something and then you know I know how well hypnosis works and I was like okay well so if yeah. I can put this so I mean so it's, it sounds like sort of the same same sort yeah. of deal um so are the you Abe, I mean, are you changing the the animal's behaviors or are you setting up more of a a way for the owner to be able to, you know, tune into that sort of- um... Often, often both,
1: often both. So, I mean, I have found through, uh, you know, over 40 years of experience in doing this um, that, When an animal has an issue, whether it be behavior or a medical or um, whatever that issue might look like, oftentimes it is amazing that once they get validated, so the the message or the, the messages that they're wanting their owners to know, once that has been acknowledged and validated, oftentimes. behavior changes it's just that's all they just want they just want their 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 message their voice really to be heard and once you've given them that voice and they are heard and they are acknowledged then all of a sudden they're just like oh thank you somebody's heard me somebody's acknowledged me they understand that I don't like this or I do like that or this is what's going on and now I can just move on to the next thing. And so, yeah, oftentimes, they will um, definitely improve their behaviors, but it also, by, by giving them a voice and opening the connection between them and their owner, then it also then, like you say, it opens the door for then the owner to start to be able to do things to help them out and and to make sure that there's not things going on that can you know then continue to create um, behaviors that are not wanted or you know go and get them you know seen by their vet and and those
0: kinds of things. So, when uh, I mean, what was kind of been the the hardest? one you've had to work with as far not I mean I guess both both person and animal I mean with it with those two or the combination of the two just um like where you you had to you know kind of think outside the box to be able to um, Mm. figure out a solution was there something sort of like that
1: Really had too many of them. I mean, I have had animals that have chosen not to talk to me, um, and so um, you know, when when a person books in for a reading um, with me to have an animal communication or a pet tarot reading, all I ask from them is to have a picture of the animal. And a name and I don't ask for any other information um, and so then I connect with the animal and, and I do a reading um, with them and then I get on to Zoom and then we do a, a pet tarot reading and if the animal is really choosing that they don't want to talk with me and and, I, and it's happened I, it has happened I'm just very honest with the owners and I just say really I'm, I'm really sorry but you know your pet has decided that they don't like me and they don't want to talk to me and and let's find you someone else because they might be able to you know should they the owner might be able to find another animal communicator um, or uh, an animal communicator that works differently that that animal um, will will connect with so that has happened um, oftentimes I think the hardest um, thing to do is to find lost pets. Um, and I find that sometimes that can be quite difficult for both the, the animals who, who are lost um, and for the owners who have lost the pet. Um, because sometimes, um, obviously, you know, people want to have hope. And, you know, if I'm connecting in and I feel like maybe the animal has passed over and it's no longer with us, you know, that can be quite um, stressful. Um, but I don't know that for a hundred percent sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent, you know, I don't get it a hundred percent right every time. Right. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, believe it or not, animals choose to leave. Um, they, their soul contracts are done with those owners. And, you know, they move on. And I think sometimes owners don't want to hear that their animals have said that mm, time, for, time for me to leave now. And they go missing and, um, yeah, don't really want to be found. So um, I think those that can be really hard. So I don't do a lot of missing animals for, for people unless they're, you know, really close friends or those kinds of things, because it's it can be just quite
0: traumatic for them. I would have never have thought that that you know an animal would choose to go but it makes a lot of sense it makes yeah you know yeah. tons of sense i mean it's just like just like a human as soon as like it's not the right fit you know it's time to leave and for some reason we think that our animals don't think the same way and they're so dependent on us and only us <laughs> yeah you know but then weird. yeah if, you know someone says the same thing about a person it's like well yeah obviously that's that's what happened and uh, i mean yeah i don't mm. know i just don't know if that's something that other people yeah it's got to be yeah. hard yeah. you know especially you know thinking that it's it's their animal their that's their right. their pet they own it you know um yeah and, yeah you know, maybe it's mm. the same with people um
1: yeah exactly exactly so, but it's true it's definitely true i think that you know i think that animals that come into our lives they've come into our life with a soul contract and we um initiated that soul contract you know before we um were born and you know they're part of our life for a reason and for that period of time and and for you know, pets that, that, that happens, like they go missing or they decide that, you know, my time is done. And it's because that contract has been finished and, and they've done their job and now they're moving on to the next person to, to help them. So yeah, it, it it definitely does happen. I think it happens a lot more than we actually realized. I mean, obviously things do happen and, you know, um, animals get, you know, hit by a car or, you know something happens to them and, and they can't get home. Um, but yeah, sometimes they have to be given that choice. I have a great, I have a great story for well, that. That's I mean, cool. that's why um, we're, we're here. Yeah, um, <laughs> I had um, actually uh, an animal communicator um, who uh, contacted me to tune in with her cat. Um, and the cat had been missing for about um, for four or five weeks. And she said, "Oh, can you tune into my cat because I'm having difficulty, and I and I don't don't know where he's at or what's happened to him." And so I tuned in, and um and I picked up that he was quite unwell, um and that he was kind of on the um, uh, he had kind of gone into hiding, so to speak, um and was deciding whether or not he wanted to. Um, live or to pass away like he was really kind of on the verge and kind of after having some um, uh, a conversation with him had worked out that he had actually been bitten by a snake and so he was really trying you know and all of the snakes here in Australia are like in the top 10 most deadliest snakes in the world so every everything is deadly here. Um, And so I said to him, I said, listen, you know, your your mom has said that she's okay if if you want to pass, you know, pass over and and to pass over the Rainbow Bridge or if you want to come home. But if you want to come home, you have to make yourself be seen so we can get you home. And so I gave him the choice and, and it was his choice. And so I rang the owner back up and I told him that story. I told her that story and I said, So we've given him a choice. And she's like, Great. I didn't even think to, to do that. A week later, that cat um, showed up at a, um, at a person's house that went into, um, so he was microchipped. They took him into a vet. He was very, very thin, very sick. Um, and um, he, was t- he made his way back to his, his owner within a week um yeah it was really amazing and he had been gone for like like I said like over a month and she had thought that he had um that he had been killed or you know bitten by a snake or something and um and so yeah he decided to that he wanted to live and so he made himself known and and they were able to reunite reunite them together so it was pretty crazy like really crazy
0: yeah. So, so did you? I mean, did you? Uh, when you get into your uh, place where you're able to see this, are, is it like what what's going on in, in your head? Or are you seeing visions, yeah. or is it more of a, of a thought, or what what do you?
1: Um, It's a combination of all of those things. Um, So I am strongly um, clairaudient. So I actually can, I I physically hear them um, in my head, I guess is the best way to, you know how when you talk to yourself in your head and you have those conversations and you can hear yourself and you can hear a conversation. um, And if you think about having a conversation with another person, you can hear their voice in your head. that's the best way to describe it so i can hear them um and they know that that's the path of least resistance for me um so i i just i strongly um can pick up on what they have to say now oftentimes they will give me um uh pictures or visions of, of where they're at or they'll you know show me a you know a food bowl or a collar or a place that they live like I can get pretty often I can get pretty descriptive in what they're showing me um, sometimes it can be particularly doing lost pets um, I put myself into their shoes um or so to speak so so I'm kind of seeing through their eyes what they're seeing so then I can kind of describe it um, a lot of it's just drops in. It's just kind of that knowing that feeling um, that you just don't know where that came from, but that's you know what you say or what you yeah. you know what's dropped in. Um, often I know it not to be mine because it's a lot of times it's words or wording or phrases that I don't use typically um and so then I definitely know that I'm that I'm connected you know with that animal and then usually with the validation with their owners um they'll be like oh yeah no I, I say that to them all the time and it's like that's not a phrase that I would ever say but yet I say it and they're like oh yeah yeah I talk to them that way all the time and I was like okay well that makes sense then so um so yeah but mostly very strongly audience. like I just hear them um, and then, like I said, kind of all of the rest of the senses um, just come in as I need them. Uh, so, so then
0: what's a pet tarot reading like? How's that work? Yeah.
1: Okay, so pet as tarot. As opposed to a
0: human reading. Tarot or reading. yes, or both, I know. Both. Like if someone's not familiar with either, like what's different? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Um, so um, pet tarot was, I created pet tarot about four or five years ago. As, a, as another tool to teach people how to communicate with their animals. And so again, very similar to animal communication. Um, what I do is, is I will um, via Zoom. So I do it via Zoom. Um, and what we'll do is, is they'll give me the intention for the reading. So what they're you know kind of wanting to connect with their animal about. And then um, I use a very specific deck um called the um wild unknown. So I don't know if you can see that, but anyway, okay, this, is the, bird. this is the pool. Yeah. So there it's um it's a very simple deck. Um, I like it because it is quite simple. It's not quite elaborate and, and those kinds of things. Um, and what I did was is I created it from the from the animal's perspective. So the the meanings of the cards are from the actual, from the animal's perspective. So there's four suits in, in a tarot deck. There's the um, cups, the wands, the swords, and the pentacles. And then those are the, the minor arcana cards or the minor cards. And then there's the trump cards or the major arcana. And those are the um, 22 archetype, archetypal cards um, that are, basically i don't know if you've heard the term the hero's journey have you heard the term yeah joshua with the hero's journey so the, the 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 journey of the tarot is the hero's journey or the fool's journey so it's it's basically you go on a on that on the hero's journey um and so with the major arcana these are messages for like say the fool So that's a major arcana card. Um, This is basically the animal is bringing this message forward for the owner. So these are messages for the owners. So like I would say, you know, if someone was having a reading, you know, that their their dog or their cat or their horse or whatever animal I'm doing a reading for is... um, is acknowledging that you are on a start of a new journey and that they're they're inviting you to to take that leap of faith because when you land you're going to land at the crossroads and you're going to meet the magician who is your is your spirit guide and the animals act as our guides and so um the spirit animal for for this card is the is the wood duck and um their ducklings take these leaps of faith out of the trees and it's it's really crazy. Um, so yeah, so that's it's a message for the owner. Now, if a minor arcana card comes up, um, so let's say um, the two of wands. So the wands represents the fire element. And the fire element from the animal's perspective is all about their, their passion their soul contracts, what it is that they have come here to do, why they have come into our lives. And when we've got the two of wands um, coming up, the animal is saying this, if I was doing a reading for them, the animal would be saying that, you know, that they're acknowledging um, starting a new journey um, with, with their owner, and that this, this, this is a very early journey that they're going on, and that the the level of soul contract that they have um signed up for um is to help guide them through finding their passion and and their joy um it can often mean you know that they're you know wanting you know if it's the pentacles that's about their self-worth so that's the um animals perspective on the earth element is about their self-worth, about having a job, um, about being in service to people. Um, so that can mean that they you know they're um, depending on what card comes up you know may be talking about them wanting to have a job. It could be that they want to you know change their job so being a racehorse to being a show jumper or you know being a racehorse to a pleasure horse or maybe a working dog to being, um, a show, you know, a show dog to a working dog or an agility dog, like being, you know, having those kinds of jobs. So we basically, um, the owner chooses seven cards and then we read each card um, one at a time. Um, and then at the end, we bring all the cards together. So the difference between a pet tarot reading and, and a human tarot reading, um, depending on the tarot reader, is that the messages are from the animal's perspective and they are messages either for their owner or for the animal. They're messages that the animal's wanting to be acknowledged or validated. Um, In a standard tarot reading, obviously it's all about the person. And so all of the cards are about them um, rather than um, bringing the owner and the animal together. I hope I've
0: um, explained that okay. No, that's that, I I'm seeing what you're saying there. So um. So, with human tarot card readings,
1: yeah, is
0: it? Do you think it's? You know, kind of missing out on maybe it's more than just about the the hero's journey. Is there another? Uh, or if there's another. You know, if there is something like a a pet that can be involved in it is, you know, is that something that can you think might be passed over sometimes when people are doing uh, human tarot card readings, or is it, do you think it doesn't really have the same. Um,
1: I. I think it, it could yeah I mean if, if I'm understanding the the question correctly um, I mean any tarot reading can be read for a person or an animal like it's if I'm assuming that's kind of what the question is is regarding um, the it it's when I do a pet tarot reading because most of the time what's coming up and why owners come for a reading for their animals is is they want to know more about what may be going on and a lot of times what's going on is is that the animal is mirroring the owner's stuff and so it then becomes about the owner too because There'll be stuff that's going on in their life that, you know, that they're experiencing and the animal is picking up on that and mirroring it back to them. Um, Most of the time, I think when people come for just a human tarot reading, um, they're wanting to know more about themselves. They're wanting to know about, you know, decisions and more about, um, you know, should they, do this job, or should they buy this house, or should they, you know, help me find my a new boyfriend or a girlfriend? Or, you know, is love coming into my life? And and so um, or they're working through things. So you you use tarot as a psychological therapeutic tool for them to work through, you know, what may be some trauma that might be coming up from having a bad relationship or having you know some form of trauma or abuse as a child and they're starting to work through that and they can use the tarot cards um, as, thera- as therapy basically as a therapeutic tool so um, so all of my tarot that I do is is as a as a tarot therapist. Um, I don't do fortune telling, so um, that's one thing I don't do. I'm not a fortune teller. I can't. Um, I can I can predict certain things, but I can't pull shit out of thin air. So
0: right. yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not your. Yeah, I mean you <laughs> have yeah plenty that you're able to, you know, explain that other people aren't, and um, yeah. And yeah i mean that's that's way more than enough than a, a lot of that anyone can even fathom that they could you know that they they don't know that they could do this for their pet they don't know that they're that's you fine. know that i mean it's uh it's a whole different different uh option of some for someone that might yeah. um you know either have either have exhausted or you know yes. figured out like yes. well, i should do this first this is stupid yep. not to do this first. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so with the, the deck you have. Um, uh, so. Have you thought about making your own deck or is would that be yeah. something? Yeah, know that's
1: that is that is in the works that is in the works. So um, when I created um, my um, pet tarot program and when I did um, that my first group of um, students um, the, the aim was that um, I would be creating a um, pet tarot deck um, as I went through it and um, you know and as I worked with the cards and worked with the animals um, and and learning what the messages that they wanted to represent each card um, that um, you know, has been written down and, and created. So then now the next step is is to actually, you know find an artist to um, to create the deck. So but um, so then I have got an actual deck that goes with the program.
0: Yeah, all yeah. right. Mean, so yeah what you would have to explain to the artist what you would want uh yeah. okay if if you do run into some sort of uh something there there's uh there's the the fiverr where you can you know be able oh, to yeah. um you know outsource it that way and also i don't know there's also the uh at least for ideas sake for uh you know some AI generated uh, maybe not for a yeah. finished product, but for at least to mm. get something uh, that's able to match what, what's going on in your head yeah. that you, you know, because I I have ideas, but if I try to draw something out, I, it looks like a six-year-old <laughs> right. drew yeah. it. Has... I
1: can't even draw stick figures. So, yes, yeah. I don't even attempt. I don't even attempt to draw it, but it is. It's all up here. I can see it. I can see yeah. what it looks like. But um, yes, definitely have to get someone to, um, but it would be quite interesting to put it into an AI um, and see what came out of it. Um, that would be, that's, a, that's actually a very interesting um, concept. I like that, I like that. I like thinking outside the box like that, so.
0: Because yeah, then if you, that'll maybe yeah, give a, the artist who does the final rendition, mm-hmm. you know, a, a pretty good idea of something that you might not have been able to convey through Yeah. Your words that they don't have that AI weird (laughs) you know thinking that'll, you know, that'll process through their head. Um so then like if you're out uh and you see a you know, I I guess do you ever you ever work with like service dogs or anything like that? Or is that ever something that comes up? And so what what's something that kind of happens then? Is do you ever have service dogs who or you know, service animals who, you know, come in and you know if they, they wanna they wanna leave, is that ever a thing? Or you know, yeah. are there a, you know other animals who are like I want to do something different and I want to be a service animal? Is that yes. ever something?
1: Yeah, I have um I have a story of one of my clients um and she was actually one of my um my veterinary clients um and she had um brought um her her dog in and she brought the dog in um, for a health check because she wanted to um, start to go through the paperwork of her, the dog becoming a service dog for her. And so um, I I said, yep, no problem. And so doing the, um, you know, did the health check, did all the paperwork. She was like, great, about mm, probably couple weeks later, maybe a month later, um, she brought the dog back in and she said, she goes, I don't know what's going on, but she has gotten really um, aggressive and her anxiety has gotten um, quite bad Um, and she's now barking and trying to bite people and she's like you know is there you know we need to check her out and see what's going on because she can't be doing that um, if she's going to be a service dog yeah and so i examined her and um couldn't find anything wrong with her and I finally I asked the dog. I said, you know, what's what's going on? And she said to me, she said, I don't want to be a service dog. I I just want to be her companion. It just she's like, I can't handle that that pressure. Um, and so I turned to her owner and I said, listen, she's just said that she doesn't she doesn't want to be a service dog. Um, it's too much stress for her, and she just wants to be a companion dog. And, um, you know, really, it's just, she just doesn't want to do it. And so the owner um, acknowledged that and said, okay, that's, she doesn't have to be a service dog if she doesn't want to. And soon as that was acknowledged, the dog's behavior back to normal again like quit being aggressive was lovely with everyone quit trying to bite people um soon as soon as she had that voice and said i do not want to be a service service dog um and that was acknowledged she was able to go back to being a normal, happy little dog um, than, than what she was. So yeah, it does, it does happen. And sometimes they don't like their job that they have and they want a different job. So um, yeah, it's just a matter of that we're listening to them and and making sure that, you know, we're not ignoring those signs.
0: so I mean, it sounds a lot like a human. I mean, like if someone's not feeling her, they're gonna act out in, exactly you know, in, in negative ways until they are heard and in one way That's or another right. and exactly um i mean yes i mean you know yeah i mean your animal's not much different than you and so no um, we're all
1: animals we're all yeah. animals of of some sort so i mean you know at the end of the day we're 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 all we're all on, on the same on the same playing field it's just that i think Like I said in the beginning I think we just through culture and society and our upbringing and um, you know all of those kinds of things we're just told to turn that dial down and turn the volume down because that's just being silly or that's just you know you're using your imagination and it's not real. Um,
0: but in actuality it is very real. Yeah. And so I mean that's uh, I like that. I liked it very much. And so I think that's mm. a good way to uh, wrap her up here. So um, so how are people gonna get a hold of you here if they yeah. how are they gonna find you uh, information about you and then you know where in yeah. social media?
1: yeah fantastic um so they your um amazing listeners and um can go onto my website um which is animalconnection.net um or they can go to facebook um and search animal connection with dr lisa and doctor just being dr um uh, no dot or no full word um And from my um, business page on Facebook, they can join my free um, private um, Facebook group where I do Uh a lot of free um, uh, trainings and I get in and oftentimes I'll just do some free readings, do some one card free readings for, for my group. Um, And they, um, yeah, and uh, they've, there's um, the bit, you can um get on and get a I've got a couple of free tools in on my website um some free trainings and stuff that you know if you put your address email address in you you get um and you can um see me on Instagram which is ld underscore winters w-i-n-t-e-r-s um, Oh, sorry at ld underscore winters w-i-n-t-e-r-s um I'm not as active on Instagram as I should be. Oh, um, I'm one of I'm 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 of the era of Facebook. You know, like I'm 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 one of the first ones that got in on Facebook when it was like brand new, and I've been there ever since. And Um, I think it shows my age a little bit when I say, I don't know Instagram as well. Um, but I am there and I'm trying to, um, yeah, build a, build a following, um, and be, be more, um, present. So I do a lot of, um, you know, free, a lot of free tips and offer advice, you know, even just veterinary, you know, advice. So health, you know, pet pet healthcare, care those kinds of things for you know puppies and kittens and older dogs and and that kind of thing along with animal communication and the pet tarot so and then um yeah and then you can always um, message me send me a message or an email if you're interested in in the program
0: excellent well hey well thank you so much uh doctor um i could uh, call you doctor is that is that Work. That's yep, a lot of people Excellent. call me doc, so that's fine. <laughs> Doctor, uh, yeah, and so, yeah, thank you very much. And you know, it was it's great talking with you again to, to learn about something I didn't know, and I maybe our audience didn't know, but uh, yeah, so and thank you, audience, uh, studio yes. audience over there, and yes, uh, everyone listening right. at home. Uh, so thank yeah, thank you. No, yeah. I really, uh, it was,
1: Great, great um, having a chat with you. Absolutely enjoyed it. So I hope I hope your um, audience enjoys it and um, uh, even starts to just even if they start to think and look at their pets a little bit differently and and question like, hmm, I wonder what they might be thinking. And they might be surprised. They might get a message from them. It's that easy. So
0: yeah, hope so. Well, hey, well, yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And uh, that is. The show, man.